Oh, yes, one of my favourite times of the week. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. You can head into Chemist Warehouse today for great savings, not just today, but every day as well. It's a very good morning to Mal Meninga. Oh. Are, you, are you telling the truth there, Ben? You're one of your favourite... Yeah. Sessions of the week. You, oh, you serious? Oh, mate, oh, I, I lie awake <laughs> dreaming about oh, this. Oh, you and I? It. Yeah. Now, now, you, now you're getting more truthful. <laughs> my, my, my wife, <laughs> Beck, goes, are you playing that interview with Malman Inger again at home? Oh, I mean, it's oh, Saturday. Come on. Let it go. Oh, let yeah, it go. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I got exactly the same phobia. <laughs> but you're, you're thinking like that as well, so God blimey, Ben. <laughs> We might, oh, to, we might have to break up, I think. No, oh, don't say that. Well, it's not you, it's me, right? Okay. Hey, let's let's get into this, Mal. Um, I, I want to ask you about Ben Hunt and the Dragons very shortly, but but I, I want to narrow in on State of Origin and State of Origin selection. It is something that you did 30 times for Queensland a, as a coach. State of Origin selection meetings, who has the most say, who has the most sway? To take us, take us inside a meeting oh, with the selectors. It's very... Uh, ben is very collaborative, you know. So I mean, everyone's got an opinion, which is really good. Um, majority of the time, obviously, the coach has got last say, but majority of the time, you know, all the selectors and the coach are on the same page, you know, with players. Um, certainly with Queensland, anyway. You know, we have a lot of faith and loyalty. Um, you know, we we pick players that we believe are Origin players, not not necessarily the best players, but Origin players. You know, so it's very collaborative and it's. It's generally it's pretty quick. <laughs> we don't muse over too many things. Um, do do, do you sit around a to... table, a boardroom? Do you all bring lists in, or or is it? Yeah, you know, we'd we'd be constantly talking all the time. Yeah, uh, and I imagine Billy be doing the same. You know, up leading up to you know the last round where they have to pick the team on the on the Sunday night. So, you know, time you get to the the selection table, um, majority of the team is picked anyway. Um, there's just might be a, a couple of conversations around one or two players. All right, Darren Lockyer, G Miles, uh, and uh, Billy Slater, the, the selectors. And so when you were there, it was Gino was the the chairman. Yourself was coach, and uh, Alan Darren. Smith. Yeah, oh, no, I, Darren. Oh, Darren. Yeah, well, Alan Smith was there early, but yeah. uh, Darren came on board as as well at the, the, the later end of it all. What was the most robust discussion, or who was the most robust discussion around in your time, Mel? There wasn't too much robust discussion, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to cast my mind back to a, a selection dilemma, but realistically, the thing about my era is that we had you know, some of the greatest players that ever played the game, True. and they were very resilient and durable. You know, So majority of the time, we had a team to pick that was consistent. You know, So that's one of the assets we, we had around... You know, combinations, uh, Melbourne storm combinations around your spine mm. uh, and, and just combinations in general over a long period of time, over a number of years. So we were very lucky. We had very little injury when Origin came, came around. Um, well, here's yeah. a name for you, Adam Mogg. Well, Moggy came in because of injuries. Yeah. Um, but who, who tossed his name up? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did because you know he's playing really good footy for for Canberra, for Canberra, the Raiders, like, for <laughs> yeah. Canberra. But I yeah. also I talked to Ricky about it. You know mm. I trust Rick. You know so, but um, you know that was a that was my first year, and we were struggling yeah. for outside backs. I think we lost um, Hodjo and a few others at the time. You know so we were a bit. Uh, Gi didn't play in that third game, uh, second and third game. So uh, we had injuries. So yeah, Moggy was sort of the next in line, and 
Uh, Stephen Bell was another good example, yeah. you know, for the Melbourne club who see all these combinations. Obviously, Stephen, he had uh, great cohesion with the Melbourne Storm players. So he was a he was sort of a, a selection that we put there and we knew we could do the job. Moggy the same. So, and, you know, Moggy was a game winner, wasn't he? You know, he, was oh, he was outstanding. Yeah, it was, it was an absolute mogging. We love that. We love that. Yes, it was. It was. But that's just the nature of the of the beast. That's Queensland. That's the way we go about our business. Yeah. Um, on on the been, dilemmas, it's, or it's the... worked since it's worked since nineteen eighty, mate. To be honest with you. Yeah. Did, did did you as coach have the final say if there if it was a split vote? Yep. Yeah. Predominantly. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, the chairman, the chairman, um, uh, you know was always around if we needed we needed any support on things um I mean, it's like most things when you pick a side then you got to give it to the give it to the uh you know the qrl as an example or the mm. you know the the australian rugby league commission or pick an australian side and that that has to be vetted um obviously you know we're making sure that you know we're picking the right people not only just the the right players but obviously the right people are really important as well we want we want players that you know or going to die for the Maroon jersey, but, you know, they live a good life. Any that got knocked back? No, not in my time, no. I wouldn't no we always do our homework, Ben, honestly. Yeah. We always do our do our homework on things, and we'll go into the last selection meeting. Um, like I said before, mate, all the players have been vetted. Every, every, we've discussed most players, and we just go go along. And I mean, I've been in um, selection meetings, been lucky the last half an hour. What about the final round? So this weekend, final round before State of Origin, are, are spots still up for grabs or are they pretty much done now? I reckon they'd be pretty much done. Mm. Um, you know, it'd be good. I mean, Billy would be sitting back and the selectors would be sitting back, you know, with fingers crossed that no one gets hurt, injured. And that's the, the real drama, I think, you know, leading up to Origin and selection that you don't get any injuries in the last round. That's um, – and you've always got contingencies anyway, you know, so – You'll be picking your, your 18 players or 20 players in your squad, but then you'll have contingencies if someone does get hurt. Mal Meninga, my guest, as he is every Wednesday. On Monday, we will hear who Billy Slater has picked, uh, along with the selection committee of Darren Lockyer and Gene Miles, uh, to represent Queensland in Game 1 of State of Origin in Adelaide. Mal, you have been there and done it before. You, I'm sure, have run a rule over this year's squad. If you are picking it... Do you have a 17, and who are they? Yeah, do you want me to go through them Please. in order? Yes. Okay, well, um, won't be any surprise in, in this. Because I've, I've said before, and I've said before on this show, Ben, is that game one's really important, and you got reward loyalty as well, but game one's so important, cohesion's so important, combinations are so important. You know, you're, coming back, you're coming from club footy uh, into, a, into a camp environment, where you haven't got a lot of time to prep, prepare. You might only have to, you might only have about three or four sessions, so certainly four sessions in the week to prepare for game one. So um, I reckon cohesion combinations, loyalty becomes a, a major factor game one. And if you get away to a, a really good start in the Origin Series, you're on your way to win the series. So Ponga one, Cobo, Gag, Gagai, Holmes, Tulangi, Munster, Cherry Evans, Papali, Benny Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Dave Fafita, Kafusi, and Pat Carrigan. On the bench is Harry Grant, Tino Fasulamali, Ruben Cotter, and Jai Arrow. 
there's my 17. Oh, that's very good. I'm going to get you to run through them again because I couldn't write that, <laughs> write that fast. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry. I didn't think you – I didn't. I thought you'd just pick it off the air straight away. No, I would. But uh, Ponga. I did, yes. Ponga, Ponga. Cobbo. Cobbo. Gagai. Holmes. Gagai, Holmes. Tulungi. Tulungi, yeah. yeah. Munster. Yeah. Cherry Evans. Front row. Papali and Collins. Yeah, Collins. Yeah. Benny Hunt starts. Mm-hmm. Dave Fafita. Fafita starts. Dave Fafita starts. Yep. Kafusi. Excellent. Yep. Carrigan. Yep. Grant, Tino. Then I, Tino, Ruben Cotter, Jairo. Right. There's, there is always going to be some unlucky ones yeah. to, to miss out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a whole heap of them, to be honest with you. I reckon, you know, the Queensland depth this year is one of the best ever, to be honest with you. I mean, the depth of this of the talent, you know, coming through with Queensland at the moment is excellent. And, you know, I think that's attributed to obviously the popularity of the, of the game in Queensland. But, you know, having the fourth team, I think, has really pushed things along as well. And, you know, and the more teams in, in Melbourne, obviously, has a has a, a huge alliance with, mm. with um, you know, Queensland as well. So, I mean, we've got people like Reese Walsh missing out, um, you know, Corey Oates, Hamaso. Tabby Ifado, um, Xavier Coates, Phil Sammy, I thought he's had a terrific year so far. Uh, Tommy Dearden was there last year. Um, Reed Marnie. Uh, what about Kate Christian? Welch. Can I ask you about Christian Welsh? Because um, I, yeah. I, I had him in my team, and he's the forgotten man, I believe, of Origin because he, he missed last year, we know, with yeah, he injury. Did. Yeah, he did. Uh, and yeah, I, did. Mel, I was just speaking to Brett Kamali in the last hour, and he actually had Christian Welsh in his Queensland team. And he, he mentioned it just off the cuff. He, he picked a New South Wales team, or at least 11. And I said, come on, not a year. You actually need 13 to be on the field. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just couldn't lock down those final positions. But, but he said, um, he was talking about a play. He said, you know, when Christian Welsh gets out of dummy half and he does, you know, he, he's charged downs and he puts the pressure on the kicker. And yeah, and, and I, I said to him, oh, hang on, Christian Welsh, so you've got him playing for Queensland. And he just reeled off how he is the one, he is the best one percenter in the game. He, the, the charge downs, the pressure on the kicker, out of dummy half, uh, everything that needs to be done that you don't see, Christian yep. Welsh does. Well, I can guarantee that Lindsay Collins does it just as well. I can guarantee that Tino Fasulamali does that. Ruben Cotter does that and Jai Arrow does that. Those one percenters really well. Um, they play long minutes like Christian does. Mm-hmm. Um, you need you need players, I think, who can play long minutes just in case. You know, you've got a, that just in case thing. And Christian can do that as well. Tommy Flegler can do that. Mo Fotowaki can do that. Corey Horsberg can do it. Tommy Gilbert can do it. Jermaine Hopgood can do it. Jeremiah Nanai can do it. And Capewell can do it. You know, so, I mean, the one percenters... Is, he's correct. He's correct in all that. But this team, this team is built on, the team I picked is built on, you know, uh, long minutes and can do those one percenters. And you have to do those one percenters at Origin extremely well. So Paddy, Paddy Carrick and Kafusi, Dave Fafita's his effort on effort at the moment. He's leading you know, the forwards' effort levels, you know, when you, when you judge, you know, stats-wise. <laughs> stats-wise. Um but then there's another element. No, it's another element around the character of the person, isn't it? Mal, can I ask you about where you pick? How much do you work into versatility and and balance and cover? Uh, and I'm I'm going to go down the path of Kurt Capewell here, who, who's not in this 17. We know last year that he filled in at centre when you lost Cobbo in the yep. first couple of minutes, and, and he even found himself on the wing 
because of Dane Gagai being binned with Matt Burton. Um, yeah. Versatility. So is that a is that a Dave Fafita that can play in the centres and yes. possibly yeah, the is, wing? Yeah. Okay. That is, yeah. No, I mean, yep. not the wing, but certainly in the centres. There's mm. no doubt about that. Yeah, Gags can play on the wing. Uh, Val Holmes can play on the wing. You know, so that, you know, they both represented their country. And the Gags started on the wing, you know. So, I mean, uh, there's plenty of versatility in the in the in in it all. I, That's a big know, factor when you select a side. Well, Munster, Munster can play in the centres and you put, put Benny Hunt at 5'8". You know, you can do those sort of things as well, you know. So, you've got to find a, a place where Ben can come in and... And have an impact. So obviously he'll start, uh, but he's not gonna, then he's not going to go back into nine unless Harry Grant gets hurt. So Ben can play 13. He can play in the halves. Um, and then you just push someone like a Cameron Munster at the centres if it got to that, that that stage, you know. So you can do things like that. That's your, but you probably would put Dave Fitter in the on the edge. And you've got Ruben Cotter and Jai Arrow, who's, you know, have played. Ruben Cotter, I think I mentioned last week, an unbelievable game on edge uh, for Queensland the first game last year. Yeah, 80 and minutes too. 80 minutes. And then Jai Arrow can play edge as well, which he has done for his club, the Rabbitohs, hasn't he? You know, so there is great versatility in it. Um, but it, sometimes it comes down to character, um, comes down to minutes. Uh, what are you going to get out of it? Now, Christian Welsh doesn't fit that mould, don't get me wrong. Um, so does Corey Horsberg. Mm. Um, so does Tommy Gilbert, you know, Jermaine Hopgood. Capable. They all they all meet the criteria. What makes an Origin player? But you only pick seventeen players. Now, before time does beat us, uh, Ben Hunt and you mentioned him. He is your starting hooker and a lot of versatility. And there's a lot of chat around him now, considering what happened with Anthony Griffin yesterday at, at the Dragons. I'm going to work backwards on this. Um, ben Hunt. He's not happy. Uh, what happened? No. I know he's got to park that for state of origin. That that's the first thing he's got to do. But then, if he's looking around for uh, uh, perhaps a different club, because he's publicly said he doesn't want to start over again, which is what he's going to have to happen with a new coach coming in. Have you made a call, or have the Titans made a call to Ben Hunt to see if he wants no, to come not, home to Queensland? No, not from not from my perspective. No, um, this has just happened. It's pretty raw at the moment, mm. and I imagine Ben will be. You knew I, it was I, coming, think right? I don't think this would be a surprise to Ben, to be honest with you. No, he made it. He made, but he also made a decision. He wants to stay at the the Dragons till twenty twenty five. You know, so and he's. I would have thought that was with bit, with Hooker's coach. Oh, I wouldn't think so. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't. I mean, there's been rumour mongering for over twelve months, definitely. Yeah. You know, and now Ben was Ben was trying to get them to make a decision around Hook, wasn't he, before yeah. he even signed that contract? But at the end of the day, uh, something convinced him that he's going to stay at the club. You know, so I don't, I don't, I, I love Ben Hunt. I think he's a great person and a great player, and I think he's extremely loyal, and I think he's true to his his values. Um, he he made a decision that he wanted to stay at the at the Dragons um, and play out could possibly his career. Um, and I think you know, Ben will struggle to not do that, to be honest with you, just knowing him and the person he is. Um, you know, Obviously, a lot of clubs will be approaching him to try and get him out. Uh, they'll have to pay him out. They'll have to pay huge money to get him out because uh, I don't think the Dragons would put much money into it, to be honest with you, because uh, they want him to stay. They're going to build a... I would imagine they would be talking to him, building a, a club around him yeah. for the next couple of years. 
Um, I would imagine that he wouldn't be making too many decisions until he understood who the coach is going to be and have a conversation with that, that coach around his ideas and you know, what he thinks about the club and where he thinks the club's future is at. You know? um, so I think we're, we're putting the cart before the, the horse at the moment. Um, I just think it needs to settle a bit, and I think you know Ben would have done a lot of, lot of thinking. Um, he would be in the know when you talk about, you know, um, what the executives are thinking, um, you know, uh, around where the future of the club is. So I think he'd be instrumental in those discussions. So um, I think it's a wait and see, um, and I think it'll be appropriate at some stage that if he did want to get out of the club, well, you know, the managers will be his manager will be you know starting to. Uh, ring clubs where Ben might be interested in going too. It's a very cool, calm and collected head on Mal Meninga. It's the reason why we love getting him on the show. I said, Mal, at the beginning of this, that the Broncos should have a dig. They should make a call to see where his head's at because he's talking about too far gone in my career not to start again, which exactly is what's going to happen with whoever comes in, yeah. be Jason Roth. The Broncos wouldn't be starting again. They're, they're primed, ready to go. They're right in the premiership window. He could be the missing piece to their puzzle uh, of getting a, a title, something that uh, Yeah, ben now where's he play though, Ben? You know, he I mean, plays at nine. Well, exactly. Then, he doesn't want to do that. And then if well, you put him, he there. does want. To, he does want to play nine you at Clubland. You put him there in rep footy. Yeah, I put him because it's short term. He's a halfback at, at Clubland, and that's where he wants to play. Maybe he's a that's why there's rumours yeah. rumours about you know Canterbury offering him. You know, Phil Gould's gone to him and had a bit of a chat to him or something. You know, so whoever needs whoever needs a seven, and there's a lot of sevens, and Tigers need a seven. You know. Uh, so there's there's plenty of clubs out there that would be interested in Ben Huntley. I don't think he has to go uh, chasing anything. I just think that if he makes the decision he wants to leave the club, well, then his manager will do a really good job for him. Good stuff, Mal. We look forward to see, uh, hearing you tomorrow on the Throwdown and uh, catching up with you next Wednesday when we actually do know the Queensland team. I've got your team yes. here ready to go. We'll see how close it is to what Billy Slater selected. We know he's a disciple of yours, so maybe it just could be very close to the money. Thank you, yeah, mate. Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. Listen to <laughs> you. Yeah, don't listen to me. No, well, we are. We are. That's why we've got you on the show. Mal Meninga, always great to talk. Um, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush into Chemist Warehouse today. Grab Ink Protein powering tomorrow today.